0: time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 8. Competition. Today, we're going to talk about competition in three different ways, cliches, delusions, and reality. First off, cliches. So for that, you have to put yourself into the shoes of the investor. right, you're an investor, you've heard hundreds of these pitches before, you're standing in an elevator and in walks an entrepreneur. Who immediately starts their elevator pitch and when you get around to the end of the 35 45 55 second pitch and you ask them who else is doing this the cliche answer the the overly common answer that you'll hear as an investor is oh no one there's no direct competition nobody is doing this there's nothing else like this in the world well I'll tell you that's not the right answer one reason why is part two The delusion. All right, now it may be that you're solving a problem that you yourself have. It may be that you were the potential customer for the solution that you're bringing to market. It happens, but it's rare. Probably you had an idea, you saw a problem in the world, you had this great idea, but it's in a market that you don't know completely. So it's your job at this point to go forth and do some competitive analysis, to go and understand the market. And this could take you hours, it could take you days, it could take you weeks or months or even a whole year. The trouble is that you need to go out and try and find every solution there is. Right? You really need to understand who else is solving this problem, how they're solving it, how they're talking about solving it, what price they're charging to solve it. What's the, what are the features what were the features when they launched what was their MVP if you can find that out you need to really understand what the potential solutions are and the trouble that you're going to come across in doing that is that often the same idea gets thought up by a lot of people in a lot of places at the same time the cliche answer to this one is to go back and look at the telephone if you go look this up on wikipedia you'll see that alexander graham bell He patented the telephone a few hours before Elijah Gray tried to do the same thing. So what you'll miss when you do your competitive analysis is all the other startups that may have the same idea. So once you've gone and searched the world for existing solutions, what you should also do is stop by AngelList and the other online sites where startups can list what they do. And spend a few hours looking through those sites to see what other startups may have, may have beaten you to the punch, may have gotten up and running, and maybe even funded a few months or a year or two before you have. And this may sound like it's a little bit paranoid and whatnot, but it's happened to me. It in fact happened twice out of six of my startups. It happened at my last tech company. Had a great idea, broke it into a problem and solution, went and started talking to customers, did the whole MVP thing, even got funded. And then we were going out and talking to one of the big customers and you know what? They told us there was a competitor who was also a startup who also got funding and you know what? They got four times more funding than we did. That was problematic and that was hard to know when my company got founded. Which brings me to the third topic of the day, which is reality. So now when you go out and you look for how else people are solving this problem, keep two other things in mind. One. The customers may be solving the problem themselves. So they may agree that there's a problem and they may be solving it using pencil and paper or post-it notes or spreadsheets or email or some other existing technology they don't have to go out and buy. Something that's just sitting there on their desk. And that solution may be sufficient. They may not want to pay you solve it in a better way they may be totally happy with the solution that they've put together with post-it notes and rubber bands and, and paper envelopes and pencils and whatnot that may actually solve their problem for them sufficiently also keep in mind that they may not think this problem is worth solving at all they may agree the problem exists but you know of all the things they need to do of all the other problems in their life this one may not be high enough in priority that they want to solve it, or they care to solve it, or they need to solve it right now. One of the analogies to think of is, is your solution an aspirin or a vitamin? An aspirin, as in it's solving a pain that exists right now, or a vitamin, as in it'll solve a problem that, you know, in 5 or 10 or 20 years is important, but right now I may have some other problem that I actually need an aspirin to solve. Right? And if you go to the drugstore and you just stand there for an hour or two and watch the two aisles, you watch the aspirin aisle and you watch the vitamin aisle, which do you think will have more customers? Or think of it this way. If you step out of your house, you're a minute away from your house, you're on your way to work and you realize that you have a splitting headache, You know what are the odds that you're going to turn around and go home and grab a pill and then go back to work? Whereas What if you forgot your vitamin pill in the morning is that high enough priority that you're going to turn around and go back home just so you can take the vitamin today well no i'll take it tomorrow i'll be fine you know i can live without it right now that's the kind of attitude that you have to think about from your customer's point of view put your feet in your customer's shoes for a moment and ask yourself is this a problem that is pressing that needs to be solved right now And if so, how am I solving it? Is it something I can do for myself? Is it something I can do later? Or is it something I need to go find out in the market and solve right now? Okay, so you've avoided the cliche and you've avoided the delusion and now you've done the real research needed to do some competitive analysis. Now what? What do you do with it? Well, the answer is that you sum it all up into a competitive matrix or competitive landscape. You sum it up into one slide that describes all this research you're going to do about all these customers. Which sounds a little crazy, right? So you will have in your head and in notes and in whatnot a whole lot of research. It really should take you multiple hours, if not days, probably weeks, and in reality months of calendar time before you have your head wrapped around what the competitive landscape truly is. But When the time comes to share this knowledge with investors, with potential team members, with potential partners, and even with customers, and you're gonna sum it up into maybe 30 seconds of conversation about the competition. Because what people really wanna know about is your competitive advantage, your secret sauce. What makes your company different than all others and why it is they should buy your solution instead of one of those other solutions or spinning their own solution. And we'll talk about that next week.